I'm so excited about our new ad partners. I mean, I'm excited about all of our ad partners, but for whatever reason, this week we had three brand new ones join the family. Yeah. And one of them is Warby Parker mm-hmm. eyeglasses. And today I have been sporting a snazzy pair of Warby Parker glasses. And I feel like I'm walking on my tiptoes. Why? I just feel like- You feel it, snazzy? I feel snazzy because glasses are something that you don't get new of very often. You know it's what I like mean? It's like a special thing. Yeah. And you get new glasses every year or two or even three because normally it's super expensive, but Warby Parker makes it super easy and it's only 95 bucks. I have a confession. What? I haven't placed my order yet. Why? Well, I did with an old prescription, just seeing if I could get away with it. And I can't. Um, So I got to go to the eye doctor and I just have not picked up the phone to make the appointment because I hate the doctor. And you know why? It's for one reason. I hate the eye doctor. Guess. Can you guess what it is? Uh, The poof machine? Yes. I hate the poof. And it stresses me out every time. It's just like, and it's never as bad as I think. But the anticipation of the poof is like horrible. Hundred. Well, I recommend, <laughs> highly recommend making your eye doctor appointment, going, getting the poof. And <laughs> these glasses arrived like three days after I placed I the order know. online, but they're like blue and they're cool. Cause you know what you can do when they're not super expensive is you can take a fashion risk. Oh, okay. Can you now? <laughs> Jeff Dollar with the fashion advice. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I've done. So welcome to the upside family, Warby Parker. We appreciate you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that my weather complaint is rain and not snow. Ugh. I just dislike you for that one, but because I love snow. Oh, well, let me show you the picture that my dad. No, no, no. I don't want upstate New York snow. I want Atlanta snow. We can get on a plane next week if you want. You want to go see some snow? I want snow here. Okay. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the big picture window in our house. My dad, I I sent him a picture of the rain because it's been raining in Atlanta for a couple days. And I said, asked him, I sent him a picture and said, hey, can you bring a rowboat down? Because I need it to leave the house. And he said, no, because I'm dealing with this. And it was a picture at his front door. And there's probably a foot and a half of snow on the ground, Mm -hmm. which wasn't there. This is what's so remarkable about where I grew up. And it's just normal to me, but fascinating if you didn't grow up there. Like yesterday, he sent me a picture of him going to get lunch. And at this restaurant that we went to, went to a lot when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there was any snow on the ground. Like it was a picture in the parking lot of the front of the restaurant. And I didn't, there was no noticeable snow, but 24 hours later, like he will, he will have to shovel his sidewalk in order to walk across right. the street and visit the neighbor. Yeah. I don't miss that at all. Uh, all right. Hopefully the rain will ease up before Callie and I hit the road on Friday. We're spending the weekend in Nashville. This is our first official outside of North Georgia meetup that that we will get to go to. 
And we're not going to lie to you. There might be, it might just be me, Jeff and T-Bird. Yeah, so we're don't. not really sure what to expect. In fact, we have exactly zero idea what to expect. I know one. Nope. There's one person with balloons. I know okay, that. Okay. So there's officially four of us. Yep. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be at Pins Mechanical, which is at 1102 Grundy Street. And um, it's going to be Saturday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then we're just going to be hanging. So it'll seriously just be us sitting at a bar. Come say, hey, get a hug, have a drink. Um, I looked quickly at the website for Pins Mechanical. And and we, I guess we can get, get this answer before Friday's episode. But uh, I think it's all ages. Like, I think you can bring your kid. It's a bar, but I think it's a bar restaurant thing. Like, I don't think it's 21 up. No, no, no. So we'll look into that. But text the word Nashville to 800-434-5454 if you think you might be able to make it and you want any updates that we that might come along or just to give us an idea if you'll be there. So um, Nashville to 800-434-5454. So excited for our first out of Atlanta. I'm nervous. Meet up. Me too, but I'm going to go it's with. It's almost like going to, I feel like this is how authors feel when they go to a book signing in a city they've never been to before. Yes. And they're sitting with that table and like just waiting for someone to come up and be like, oh, you wrote a book? What's it about? <laughs> or when I was just starting out in stand-up comedy, I was in Los Angeles for some, for something radio related and without even thinking about it, asked a friend of a friend of a friend who had a connection at an L.A. comedy club mm -hmm. if I could go do an open mic like in another city or whatever. And then didn't never processed until I got there. I'm like, these people have no idea who I am. Like, at least in Atlanta, a couple people in the You'd audience. Be like, oh, yeah, probably that's a guy from the radio. But in L.A., people are like, who is this idiot? Right. <laughs> so uh, it's just, I feel I do feel the same energy. But rather than go nervous, I'm going to just say use the word excited. We play nervous with excited. So we'll see you Saturday, Nashville. Jeff gave us homework on the last ep episode of the show. And his question was, if you had unlimited money, but a 40, you had to have a 40 hour a week job. What would it be? What would, uh, what would the job? Cause the only way that you can ensure the unlimited money is to show up for work eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. Right. So you said your aunt, you were like, I knew it. Yeah. And we were out of time. So we didn't answer it, but what's yours? This. Oh, really? 5,000% this. Really? Yeah. I would um, spend the bajillions of dollars I had investing into the company to make it bigger and do more things that we want to do like now, but, um, and, you know, have an office space and stuff like that. But yeah, I would do this. No questions asked all the time. I think mine might be close to that, but what I've realized is what I enjoy doing is what makes me feel really good is empowering people to do things they didn't think they were capable of. Uh-huh. Like take a risk, take a chance, and to understand um make yeah, a change. Make a change. So yeah. <laughs> Did you even catch my reference there? No, what is take it? Take a risk, take a chance, make a change. What is that? It's that Michelle Branch uh, or the Kelly Clarkson song. I'll spread my wings and I'll learn how to fly. Oh. You just literally <laughs> quoted the lyrics and didn't even realize That's it. That's funny. Okay. Great song. Good job, Kels. Uh, but the, yeah. So like I, 
I want to come up with, I would like to devote 40 hours a week to, a, to help people do that in mass. Like, like a lot of people, mm -hmm. but I want there to be a personal touch. Like, I don't just want to like write a book and go, here you go. So maybe you and I have the same thing. Like maybe it is this podcast and these events type of thing. You it know is. what I mean? You just so, wait and see. Okay. I'm so inspired by last weekend still that I'm like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's coming. Callie and I were talking about how when there's, there might, this might be a moment this month of February, 2020 might be like a moment in time for us with the, with the Callie and Jeff stuff, because like, we're starting to get, get a look at our, our official logo and our official colors, which is very like future, you know, to, you know, it's for the future. It's for mm -hmm. not forever, but for the next few years, like this is what we're going to look like. We had the sold out shows over the weekend. We're doing our first out of town, Co uh, not comedy show meetup coming up this weekend. It's just a lot of stuff coming together that I think is, this is going to be pivotal. Well, anyways, pivotal. Pivotal. Pivot. Pivotal. Thanks. The thing, <laughs> the reason I asked that question is because that I read that somebody on Facebook got posed that hypothetical question through one of those deck of cards games. Yeah. And realized that they wanted to create a small business in a small town that employed locals mm -hmm. and they changed, they were like the vice president of a bank or something. And they realized they could do it. They just had to start putting time and energy into it. So they created like a five-year plan and pivoted their life because once you ask the question, if money were no object, what would you do? What is your dream? What is happiness to you? They were like, this is actually achievable. Like yeah. I could go to a small town. I could rent a storefront. It's not terribly expensive. I could do this, do that, hire locals, I, you know, and, and they created the, that life for themselves. And I think that if you're thinking, if you get yourself in that headspace and you're thinking things through, I think a theme of maybe that what we've been talking about is when fear stops you from doing something. And the, I think the fear comes from, oh, well, people that do that know what they're doing. Well, no, they don't. Right. Like me and Jeff don't know what are doing. No we idea. are spending a ton of time like on Google and on, you know, message boards about podcasts and all this stuff. Like we're just figuring out as we go. And that's, the secret that I think most business people will tell you is you don't know, like and you may know on your second or third business, if you're one of those people that creates and sells businesses. Um, but you don't really know what you're doing. You're just making a series of educated guesses. And I think what, what I, and I don't know if this has come from the past couple of years of life changes, or if this comes from getting older, or if it just comes from the past six months of, of starting this business, but one thing that I really appreciate now is patience. Like the, the woman who was writing about that on Facebook and talked about how when she was posed that question and realized what her dream was and that it was attainable, like her plan wasn't, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and do it. It was a five-year plan. Like right. she said, okay, let me do a little bit of research and find out about how much money I need. Then I'm going to spend the next two and a half years saving that money. Then I'm going to spend another year finding the perfect 
storefront and then right. I'm gonna, and it became this longer plan. So I don't know. I thought that was a good question to pose because if you have answered it and what you wrote down is attainable, see if you can work towards it. Because one thing that I know, five years isn't really that long. Right. It's a not in the grand scheme of life. Three years isn't that long. Even a decade isn't that long. I've I, years ago, I remember somebody saying to me, I want to go to law school. I want to be a lawyer. But it was a woman and she was older. And she said, I want to go to law school. But by the time I do the required undergrad work and then go through law school, I'm going to be a 38-year-old new lawyer or however old mm -hmm. she was at the time. And I was like, that's it. You know, who cares? Do it. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. And I remember on in the vicinity of her 38th birthday, her saying, I can't believe I didn't go to law school. Right. Because she was still like doing whatever, you know, mm -hmm. she'd moved up at work, but it wasn't anything that filled her up. So anyways, that's the, uh, that's the homework that, or that was, uh, that's the purpose of that homework is just to see if what you wrote down was attainable, maybe go for it. Uh, and if it works out, remember who told you about it, cut us in on it. If you're the next Amazon, you know, let us know, give us a sliver of that money in a decade. Okay. I have an incredible idea for an invention. If I it, can't tell you, by the way, how many times Jeff Dollar has said this sentence. It might already exist. <laughs> and if it does, I don't care what the price is. I'll buy it. I will buy it right now. But how incredible would it be if there was an app or a website that all of your contacts all came into this one place? Everything. Text messages, voicemails get transcribed and sent there emails, direct messages on social media, even comments on social media, all of it gets just funneled into one place. So you only have to go to one place to check in on everything. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. Then I wouldn't feel so behind all the time. I, that's it. Like, I, I just feel like something's constantly being neglected. Yes. Like when I'm caught up on emails, I haven't checked Instagram DMs. When I'm caught up on Instagram DMs, I haven't looked at Facebook comments. Like I, yeah. Well, at some point in the past few years that like everybody decided that we're just going to start using text messages for work related stuff too. Right. Like remember back in the day when they, when, it, you know, text message cost a nickel or whatever, right. you would only send a text message if you were coming home late from work, if you had to stay after school. It's emergency or a special occasion. Right. People weren't even sending birthday texts. I don't think. No. Cause it, cause it cost a nickel. It was like it's text messaging was the more recent long distance phone call. Like you did not do it unless you had to. Right now it's everybody's got unlimited texting. So they'll just text you anything. So you get text messages from coworkers. You're also getting emails from coworkers and you can't keep track of all of it. Then you got your friends who are emailing you, but they're also commenting on your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, you know, people that you networked with sending you a message on LinkedIn or Instagram or something. I need it all in one spot. I'll agree with that. Everything like a funnel. Somebody needs to invent that. I feel like every time we mention something that involves organization without fail, a hundred percent of the time, someone will send us a message. You, say, you know, Evernote, why do people do that? That what? 
Always people, recommend Evernote. Yeah, for anything. Like anytime you even say the word organized, people that use Evernote are like, oh my gosh, Evernote. I, you know, I use Evernote. I really don't like it. You don't? Mm-mm. I love Evernote. It's, it's just another thing to worry about. I haven't used it um, as much, but it's what I used to organize like radio stuff and radio content. And then all of my comedy was in there. So to me, it, I used it instead of the notepad on my phone for stuff that I might have to reference in like a year. Oh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm a notepad girl all the way. Because in the middle of May, I would be like, oh, you know, it would be a really funny bit to do at Halloween, you know, on the radio. Right, and then you don't have anywhere to put it. So I could go to Evernote and put it and then like tag it Halloween. And then I just go and search Halloween. Whereas my notepad is like the black hole of stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> that would actually be a funny thing for us to do on the show is to each like scroll back 20 notes and see like what like mine will be like half of a recipe for pancakes and and then I just add stuff to the bottom of it you know what I know is on there on mine that I almost deleted because I actually cleaned myself cleaned my thing out like not that long ago um and I also alphabetized everything so I know how to find it. I'm so jealous of you. Um, But one of the things I found on there that I haven't deleted is when I was in my really nasty relationship years ago, like over a decade ago, I um, would, I wrote down some of the things that he called me and said to me, and I have it in a note. Why would you save that? Because I, there are times in my life where I think about that relationship and think, it wasn't that bad. And it's kind of like a reminder of like, oh yeah, actually like you didn't make it up. Cause when I left that relationship and I was telling people how bad it was, everyone that knows him thought I was crazy. And everyone was like, no, 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 he's not like that. And that is just like my little sliver of vindicate, like not vindication, but just reminder like, oh yeah, you're not crazy. You didn't hallucinate that. It happened. You know, I make fun of you, but I actually have on my phone in a notepad, um, really negative things that people have said to me over my radio career, but I save those because I think they're funny. You're so weird about that. I think like, I just think it's entertaining that people get so worked up about, you know, you know, what's really interesting is I was going, um, through, you know, my Callie and Jeff email address that I didn't check forever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and guess what? What did you learn when you checked it? The people love you. I learned that recently, but our first month or month and a half of the show, I think we weeded a bunch of people out with our content. What do you mean weeded people out? Well, I, there were a lot of old messages about, I hate this. You shouldn't do that. That's stupid. And we haven't gotten a message like that in so long that I think people that were that annoyed just like realized that we weren't worth their time and left, which I love because that's how my Instagram account is too. And I rarely ever get negative people on there anymore. So it's, I feel like we weeded it out, but people would complain about the funniest things that like make no sense whatsoever. Like, yeah. Anyways, it it's so, it, it, it has always amused me when people take the time to, to file finger quotes, file a significant complaint to something like, a radio station's content or a podcast content or something like that. Or I've even seen it like, like on a 
t- TV, like a message, like a Facebook page for like local TV news, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are, no matter what media input you're getting, there are so many choices that when people would write and complain about, I just can't stand to listen to your radio station. You You're guys like play, the- you play Taylor Swift every hour. I'm like, do you know who's not playing Taylor Swift every hour? The Pro- country station. Enjoy. Ma- <laughs> right. Maybe any of the other <laughs> the 60 station. radio sta- stations in town. Right. Or, you know, I can't mean, you know, you did blah, blah, blah. And, and you never, you don't do the, the weather in the first six minutes. And I have to go to bed at 1110. And I always miss the 11 o'clock weather. Well, do you know where weather exists? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> you went to Facebook and you left a comment on a local TV station. Like, anyways. So. Like, turn the channel, pick a different podcast, yeah. do whatever. But I really do think, like, we weeded out, like, not bad eggs, but just people that were going to be chronic complainers because I think we probably annoy them. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. And, you know, now it's like a great community of people. And I get nice emails all the time. And even if there's emails that are like, hey, I, I you know, I have a suggestion. They're really nice spirited. Like the ones from right when we started were like, you know. Yeah, we love your venomous. suggestions. If you send a suge- suggestion, suggestions are very welcome. But if you're just sending us like a complaint for the sake of. A venomous complaint. A venomous complaint then we're probably not going to take that too seriously. And we invite you to check out one of the other 900,000 pot, <laughs> literal, literally 900,000 podcasts that exist. Our show would not exist without our amazing sponsors. And here are some of our sponsors for the show this week. Not all CBD is created equal and not many CBD companies actually blend CBD with other natural ingredients to maximize its effects. Hemp Fusion does that. They blend CBD with terpenes, with omegas, with other natural ingredients so that they help specific areas, stress, sleep, energy. Hemp Fusion has done the research and they're passing their knowledge on to you. You can get CBD anywhere but you can only get quality CBD from a few select sources. And our favorite is Hemp Fusion. Get 20% off your first order and free shipping by using the promo code UPSIDE at HempFusion.com. That's promo code UPSIDE at HempFusion.com for 20% off your first order. Have you ever paid more for your glasses than you have for a plane ticket? Because I definitely have. And I remember keeping that one pair of glasses for like 10 or 12 years because I was so intimidated by the price. Well, Warby Parker, that is not the case with them. They have boutique quality eyewear at a price point you can afford. So they're, they start at $95. I have been a paying customer of theirs for years. They have a great selection. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to warbyparker.com slash upside. They have a free try on home program. So you will take a quiz about yourself. They will say, Hey, here's the styles we think look good on you. They will send you five of them to your house. Now, you know, that I got to test everything out for myself. So I did my at-home try-on and then I went to a Warby Parker store thinking there's no way that they could have nailed this with just an online quiz. Well, guess what? The two pair I ordered were from my at-home try-on. I didn't wind up getting anything else at the store. They nailed it by mailing me five pairs to try on at home. You are going to love this brand. Go to warbyparker.com slash upside, take the quiz, order your free home try on now at warbyparker.com slash upside. 
I am looking right now at a basket full of books, books that I have purchased with the best of intentions to read, but haven't been able to. And a lot of these are nonfiction books that deal with leadership or mindfulness or creativity or harnessing creativity, things that I really, really want to learn about and use to better myself. I just don't have the time. That's why I'm pumped that we are now partnering with a company called Blinkist. Blinkist is super unique. They take nonfiction books, condense them down to 15 minute summaries and deliver that to you either in an audible form or a written form so you can read it or listen to it. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer for Upsiders. Go to Blinkist.com slash Upside. You get seven days for free. And if you subscribe, you get 25% off your subscription. Blinkist, it's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Upside, a seven-day free trial, and you'll save 25% off when you subscribe at Blinkist.com slash Upside. We talked on our last show, touched on our last show, I should say, about me and my almost panic attack at Jeff's comedy shows on Saturday. And yeah, it's a really, it's the second one. I don't think it was full-blown panic, um, but no, it's the third one I've ever had in my life. And it's the worst feeling ever. I know somebody who was alone when they had a panic attack and were they were so concerned. They lived close to a hospital. They drove themselves to the hospital and walked in and said, I'm pretty sure I'm having a heart attack. I know a ton of people that have done that. And the only reason, um, so I had one years and years ago and I was like gasping for air to the point where I had to, and I was in my apartment at the time, I had to run out on my patio and I was gasping for air. Because the difference between a, a standard issue anxiety attack and a panic attack is the panic attack actually affects your physical being, right? It does. Like sometimes your you heart can, races, you're, you you get sweaty or right. And then you like short of breath. Is that accurate? I, I, this, I think it's different for everybody, but I think that, um, sometimes, and I'm not exaggerating this cause I have a ton of Instagram friends that have told me about their panic attacks. Uh, sometimes you feel maybe like you're going to die. Like I had one two years ago and Jeff was there and I seriously, I looked at him and said, I know that I'm not having a heart attack, but if I didn't know that I was panicking right now, I would think I was having a heart attack. And Jeff kind of laughed at me. I was like, I'm serious. I'm, and we went upstairs and he immediately gave me some CBD, which brought me from like a 12 down to a seven, like instantly. I don't remember that. Where was this? It was when we lived at the battery. And, and we were standing waiting for the elevator in the like resident entrance, but we were in the like middle and middle part of it, you know, after you go up the parking garage, the little VIP elevator. Yeah. Okay. We were standing right there. And I was like, I know, I think I'm having a panic attack. And I was like, I know what it is, but if I didn't, I would think I was having a heart attack. So what happened at the comedy show to trigger it? Cause I don't, I don't think I've ever had one, but I certainly know what overwhelming anxiety feels like. But I could physically see a difference in you when I walked by you at the show. Well, so do you Jeff know was having trying to have a conversation with me. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't I can't talk right now. Like I couldn't even hold a conversation but, with him. It felt like, you know, but right. What, what triggered it is my question. Like, how does it. Like, does it just all of a sudden appear? Um, I think you were on stage. There were just a lot of people. 
Um, it was a big weekend and I don't know what it was, but all of a sudden like my chest started racing and then like right under like my bra line, like physically started hurting. Like it felt like somebody punched me right there. And then I was like, I think I'm going to throw up. Like I was actively trying to like, trying to focus on not like, don't be sick right now. Don't be sick right now. Don't be sick right now. That would have really enhanced my set. Right. The sound (laughs) of you vomiting in the, in the wings. Yeah. And it wasn't like a drinking thing and it wasn't, you know, it was just, I was freaking out and my heart started racing more and more and more. And I I felt like I was going to pass out. And, but then it was a few minutes before it was like 15 minutes before we were doing a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And because there are some upsiders at the at the show, a lot of upsiders at the show. So we kind of got separated. I think you went into the room where the food was and got some water or something. And then the next time I saw you, you were in the meet and greet and you seemed to be okay. So it just, it passes. Yeah, it passed for me. I don't know if it was, um, you know, like I was really you know, internally nervous about the meet and greet or whatever. But like, as soon as we walked out, I was fine. It was, I think it was just the anticipation leading up to it. And then I walked out and I saw everyone and we were hugging and talking and it was like having friends and it was totally fine. But I think I was just so nervous, um, that I started to pan and I don't, it was really weird. Like I was dizzy. I was like, couldn't hold a conversation. It was, it was really, it's, it was scary if I had no clue what was going on. And it's completely different because you also have anxiety, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about on the show a lot. It's completely different than just your standard distracting, overwhelming, crappy anxiety, right? It is for me because my anxiety is obsessive. So for me, anxiety is the same obsessive thoughts over and over and like not being able to turn my brain off. Like like worry and, you know, being obsessed with something and hyper-focused on something is how my anxiety manifests. But then this physical thing is a physical pain. Like, I think I'm going to be sick. I might pass out. I can't breathe. My heart's beating so fast. It might beat too fast. And then I might explode. And I know (laughs) that sounds silly. Like it literally sounds funny, but that's how you feel when your heart, you think your heart is beating that fast. I don't think it probably is, but you're like, my heart might explode. This might be it. All right. I have uh, three random things to wrap up uh, today's episode of The Upside. And hopefully none of these induce a panic attack because they have been stressful for you for the past week or so. There's there's been an emotional tie to these. So hopefully. Okay. Uh, What's the single most important thing you must do every morning was asked by Men's Health Magazine to 3,000 people. Guess what the number one answer is? It's so easy. Brush your teeth. Nope. I don't know. Think you and I aren't. Check your phone. Nope. Drink coffee. Oh, the first thing? That No, what's the single most important thing oh. you do every morning? Interesting. Okay. Uh, two stories related to shoplifters. And ever since I, I pulled these out because ever since your dad said the sentence, I think a common thief is one of the worst types of criminals. I am so on board with that. He, I don't know what it is about thievery. Is that a word? Like people stealing things that aren't theirs. It is 
ignites a fury in my father. Like, well, your father's very, um, like the thought that somebody works hard for something, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it could be the most expensive car in the lot, or it could be this scented candle right here. Mm -hmm. But somebody went to work and earned money and decided to spend their money on that candle. And the thought that a person would come in and just take it, just, he hates that. Like, passionately, right? Yeah, he gets, I mean, real fired up about it. And so uh, I um, saw this one, this story that happened in Atlanta, which I thought was great, and I can't watch this video enough. A dude's running out of a store. He shoplifted. There's cops chasing him, mm -hmm. and they're running across the parking lot, and there's a surveillance camera in the parking lot, and this customer is just walking to his car and he looks over his shoulder because he hears the commotion. I'm assuming the cops are, you know, surveillance tapes, there's no audio. But I assume the cops are like, stop, you know, we're going to tase you or whatever cops yell when they're chasing a shoplifting. Jeff watches a lot of live PD. This guy just takes his grocery cart and rolls it in front of the suspect. And I mean, it was so perfect. The dude felt like flipped right over it hit the ground and then that was enough time for the cops to get there and arrest him. <laughs> but I thought that was so great. And then the I other think you also like that because you, you think it's funny when people fall. So it's oh. a combination of this guy is n doing something not cool and here's a shopping cart and then there's a trip and fall. Uh, and then the other uh, shoplifting story that I pulled is out of Daytona beach. Um, a shoplifting suspect was at a grocery store and thought that for whatever reason, the cops wouldn't tackle him if he did one thing. Stripped naked when he took off running. What? He removed all of his clothes and took out running uh, out of the what store. What did he steal? Uh, he had stakes in his pants. So how do you take off all your clothes if your stakes are in your pants? Well, they caught him and he was pulling it out. And that's when he his pants fell down. He's like, oh my gosh, these cops aren't going to tackle me if I'm naked. So he took off the rest of his clothes, took off running. <laughs> true, true story. That it, The logic is just, um, yeah. And my last of the three random things at the risk of making you paranoid when you're going to the doctor. Oh boy. Guess what the germiest thing is in every doctor's office? Uh, the pens at the counter? Yes. Of course they are. The clipboard pens. It has 45,000 times more germs than the average toilet seat. Oh no. So. Um, Okay, I usually keep a pen in my purse and I didn't even think to pull out my own pen in those situations, but I totally should. You know, and do you know what the germiest thing is? I read this years ago and it has changed when I worked in an office building, it changed my habit. Do you know what the dirtiest thing is in most office buildings? Elevators, buttons. Specifically? Elevator buttons. What what button? L. Yes. Every good guess. Everybody in the building touches the L button, so I you're supposed to use your knuckle. Ugh. Use your knuckle to push it. You know what is really gross, and I'll leave you with this. Um, the other day at work, I was opening a door, and there was something sticky on the door, oh, like like Vaseline. Um, Vaseline is greasy, not sticky. Uh, it was a it was a greasy sticky combo. Oh, that's the worst combo. Mm -hmm. That's that's. There, well, that's and that's how we end the show today. Bye bye with, with a greasy, sticky combo. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. 
Callie does not think that I appreciated what she did yesterday, but it all just happened so quickly. I didn't have time to to express my my shock and delight. What happened yesterday? You planned a random weeknight date night. I did, and then Jeff was like, yeah, I don't wanna do that. No, I did not <laughs> say that. We, oh, I did not say that. Callie said, hey, there's an early reservation available at this restaurant that we've gone to a lot, but the past couple times, it's just been off. Like it's I, I made the reservation. Right. And I was like, you know, hey, can we record earlier than normal? Because I made us a reservation at this restaurant for five o'clock. And Jeff was like, really? That's where you want to go? And I got no like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But the only reason is because didn't we discuss last time we were there that we were like, you know what? Let's take a break from this restaurant. I didn't remember that conversation. Oh, I thought we did. But anyways, you did. And then we ended up going to a different restaurant and it was a great date night. Fabulous. And you're welcome. So thank you. Yes. Reverse that. Thank you. Then you're welcome. Hi, I'm listening to your show today, which is Valentine's Day, and I feel exactly the same way. When I was in my 20s, I was up and moving every, I mean, I moved from New York to Florida to Texas to Wisconsin to, like, I didn't care. Like, I just moved. But now that I might be offered a job in Texas, like, I'm actually kind of paranoid. So I was wondering the same thing. When did that switch happen? It's, um... It's not only a risk, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, when do we lose that? Thanks so much for talking about it. I'm literally going through it right now. Katie Berg, who writes the Pick Me Up newsletter for us here at The Upside, sends it out every Tuesday. Uh, she has been trying this new app called Future. It's a fitness app. Uh, they are one of the new advertising partners on the show this week, and she loves one very specific thing about it. One of my favorite things about this app is the music. So when you are starting your workout, the first thing it says, do you want to use one of our playlists? Do you want to play music? Which you can, you know, choose not to play it. Um, but then you have the option to choose from several playlists. And my personal favorite is the throwback jams. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're having a good workout and then Mariah Carey comes on. And you're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Mariah Carey is your take it to the next level workout jam. You, well, you don't realize that till it comes on. Okay. And it's like, da -da 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 -da. And you're like, oh, okay. I can do these planks. <laughs> if you're just uh, catching up on this new app, it's, it, it pairs you with a trainer that it doesn't have to be in the same city you are and it does it all through an apple watch and here's what's cool katie didn't have an apple watch but they just send you one right and you for the duration of your training program you have an apple watch now yeah i have an apple watch now and my husband is super jealous <laughs> <laughs> uh you can get your hands on the future uh program that katie is using by going to tryfuture.com upside that's tryfuture.com upside and get 50 percent off your first month just for being an upside listener tryfuture.com upside Hi, Callie and Jeff. I'm calling in regards to the podcast where Jeff talks about his relationship with time, and I can completely relate. I am horrible with time management, um, and it's something that I'm constantly working on. But when you ask, you know, what do people with kids do? I can only speak for myself, but I completely wing it. Um, you just figure it out along the way. And thank you for the podcast. I love it and the message that you guys are sending. Hope you guys have a great one. Bye.
Hey guys, Amanda from Marietta. Um, I'm sure you're going to have other medical professionals calling you about this. So the brain, like I'm sure you guys have heard of frontal lobe development, and it doesn't really happen until our 20s. Um, so while your frontal lobe is developing, your brain reacts to change new novelty completely different. Then once your frontal lobe is developed, your brain reacts the exact same way to routine, comfort, sameness. Um, so it's actually just a sign that your frontal lobe is developing <laughs> or has been developed and you're um, now in the other side of your life. But the best way for brain health, I'm a health coach and I teach this, is actually to create new neuron connections by doing different things. So you take a different route to the grocery store every day. Um, you step outside of your comfort level and what is routine for you, it will actually reconnect different neurons in the brain and give you brain health. Our brains just react more to comfort when we're older. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Jen. I have a really strange dog mystery story for you. So I have an English cream golden retriever puppy. He's like six months old. Pure white dog. Yesterday, he was outside. I saw him come up to the door, wanting to come back in, covered from head to foot in mud. His face was black. It was covered in mud all down his nose, his ears, his entire, all his paws covered in mud. So, of course, I'm like, he's not coming in. Go away. Go away. I'll figure out how I'm going to bathe him later. I was in the middle of something else. The dog comes back an hour later completely clean, white, again, from head to toe. I have no idea what this dog did. He knew he wasn't coming in, and somehow he cleaned himself up. I'm still baffled, baffled. I don't have any idea how this happened, but he went from covered in mud to beautiful, fluffy white dog. So weird. Have a great day, guys. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Liz. Um... The Today Show on Instagram and Facebook did a whole segment on pregnancy and pregnancy loss specifically. It is beautiful, and there are women on there talking about the situations they've been through and the difficulties around it all, and it's just a beautiful look into how hard this is for people, and I think it's, it's worth a look Whenever you guys get a chance. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Y'all pretty thoroughly took care of the, you know, moving as a risk or an opportunity conversation. However, you're missing one major point, and that is that the older you get, the harder it is because you are too freaking tired to move across the country. We just want to sit down in our already put together furnished house and not worry about it. Love you guys. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.